This episode of Montreal by Night contains coarse language. Viewer discretion is advised. The story, all names, characters, and incidents portrayed in this production are fictitious. No identification with actual persons, living or deceased, places, buildings, and products is intended or should be inferred. Thank you for listening. Welcome back, guys, gals, and non-binary pals, to another episode of Montreal by Night. I am your storyteller, Tyson Fraley. And as always, we have our illustrious cast uh, to join us. First off, we have uh, Ethan Jonah. Hey, everyone. How's it going? We have Brenton Edwards. Hey, peeps. How are you? Pleasure to be here. Uh, And finally, last but not least, we have our dear boy, Takeshi Fukushima. Hello, percentage of the world that's listening to this show. Welcome to... The Montreal by Night episode, uh, specifically, which is going to be your storyteller exhausted for no good reason at all, uh, and is desperately going to try to uh, hold on to the chaos that his players are dancing around him with uh, in order to figure out where to go to next. I mean, talk did a really good job last time if you need him to take over. All right, everyone. <laughs> so we start off our story tonight... Uh, vampires. What about them? Hold on, you have to you you have to send you have to send Tyson uh Nakano's character sheet. Uh, yeah. How's your uh? I almost said um Japanese accent, but that's not even what I'm doing anymore. It's just vague Nakano voice. I don't want to even try to be that insensitive. Uh, so instead, I'll probably just have to. Just do just a grovelly, just kind of like, <clears throat> I'm kind of sick right now. This is Nakano. No, you know what I think? After, I think you'll just have to stay as the storyteller, Tyson, if if you can't play Nakano. Oh, God. What, what, what does this mean? Well, in which case, let's jump right into it. Last time, the party uh, split up temporarily, two of them heading towards uh, Point St. Charles, uh, in the LaSalle Verdun area, where apparently there had been some strange goings on for the vampire community. The party then discovered what seemed to be a group of ghouls who were about to destroy a building, a wonderful structure known as St. Columba House. You very quickly stopped them before discovering that this former church, now community center, which seemed to be the origin of this strange presence. You guys went inside before you encounter the owner uh, or proprietor of the structure as you encounter this woman as she has true faith. You guys then fled from the building, heading to the park across the street before then heading to Frederick Lake's abode. You guys found his home, found a missing persons poster for one woman named Abigail Bray, uh, who Asher encountered as the blonde woman who was coming out of Louis Sierre University. You guys then traveled into the home, finding the bodies of three individuals, one of which seemed to be Frederick Lake's wife, his child, and then the third being the Ravnos member who was meant to change him. However, there were two sets of footprints leaving the space, suggesting that there is some other actor in play. After finding all of this, you find the location of where Frederick Lake was working, as well as a property that he was interested in purchasing. You guys then fled from the building, stealing uh, his car and going into the night. Uh, 
And that is where we left off, as Taliesin uh, was just discussing uh, having a small thing that he needed to attend to before joining the rest of the party uh, back in the vehicle. So I was uh, going to go to uh, one of my drops, one of my little contingency cash drops, and basically going to grab some cash, sift through my the the list of like passports and IDs that I have uh, to try and basically pick a new mask because because I've got a couple of uh, of points in masks and cobbler. I've got multiple fake IDs that I can call upon, and and I'm going to pick up some more some more weapons from that one. I'm then going to go find a pawn shop. Wait, a, a pawn shop? Thank you, Tuck. P-A-W-N. Okay. It's, okay. Just, the, it's just the accent. Yes, yeah, it's 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 because it's I'm I'm a, a criminal from down under, guys. That's right. That's how it is. Sorry, I, I, I just have one sentence I'd like you to say out loud for us, and that's that you're a criminal from down under going to the pawn shop. I'm a criminal from down under going to the pawn shop. All right, great. Please continue, Tyson. Are you happy? Do you want me to? Do you, do you want me to chuck another shrimp on the barbie for you? No, no, you're good. Um, so I'm going to get some burners. I'm going to go there and, and find like a full-sized katana and a half-sized uh, kata. Make a uh, intelligence investigation check. Okay, uh, two successes. What was the second blade you were looking for? Sorry. So it's 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 a it's a a kata, which is like a a smaller. It's like like a, like a half length katana, I guess. Maybe I'm. Oh I'm... yes. Takeshi, correct me if I'm wrong. You. You called it a katana and then something else, and I'm pretty sure the set, the smaller one is uh, not the word? I, I, I always thought it was a wakazashi, but uh, I think I, I actually think katars are uh, from India. Never mind, I stand corrected. Uh, wakizashi is, yeah, 30 to 60 centimeters. They were the ones I was thinking of. I was thinking of a, a samurai and then a wakizashi. You arrive at a 24-hour pawn shop located downtown, uh, one of the very few of their kind. Uh, as you can see, a individual kind of bald head kind of sitting there leaning against uh, the counter, kind of eyes dazed and looking out into the middle distance. Um, bonjour, hello. Can I help you? Bonjour, monsieur. Um, I find myself in the market for some old Japanese weapons. I'm looking for a samurai sword and a smaller variant. I see on those American TV shows that they seem to to be traded samurai swords all the time. So I figure that an enterprising gentleman such as yourself might have them. We got got a few like memorabilia items. If that's like kind of goes over, and you can see he pulls out what appears to be like movie movie replicas of like the. Uh, Oh, Jon Snow's, like, broadsword, uh, as well as, like, the Lord of the Rings stinger. I've got, I've got these. Japanese samurai sword. Slightly curved blade. 
I don't know what, what to tell you. It's it's these are the best that I have right now. If you're looking for something more fancy, like you might have to go on, I don't know, Kijiji or something. What is this Kijiji? It's it's a website. I'm 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 confused. why are you so hellbent on, on samurai swords? I'm a collector. Yes, and these are collections. They are movie props. They are not legitimate weapons. I am a legitimate collector. I like weaponry. 9th century, 10th century, 15th century, legitimate weapons. I mean, you take that long sword, that replica longsword, you swing it hard enough, it could be real. What do you need a real sword for anyway? I told you, I'm a collector. I curate a collection of weapons. It is a personal interest of mine. I want to add it to my weapons collection at home. I have a claymore. I have rapiers, epes, falchions, and I want to go into the... Eastern weapons now. And you know, based on what you said, you know what it sounds like you don't have. The sword from the Game of Thrones TV show thing and Lord of the Flies with this tiny one. <laughs> I'll sort of, I'll, I'll pull out some cash and be like, are you sure you're not, you sure you don't have, have what I'm after? I just, I just want to check whether he's bullshitting me and he doesn't have anything decent in the back. Why would this is a twenty-four hour pawn shop? Why would he care? <laughs> Good. St he wants probably wants to see if I'm fucking legit or 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 not. You know the. He's a business owner. Why would they, he be hiding to sell something from you? I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not the pawn shop owner. I've never run a pawn shop. Well, you know, you drive a hard bargain. The is something else I can throw in. Buy two, get one free, you know, that old saying goes. As you're turning around, you can see he goes under the under the front desk and begins to pull something out. Uh, as you can see, he pulls out what looks to be like a, like survival machete that kind of, and sets it down. I I believe that, that this one is manuf manufactured from Japan, if, if that is of interest to you. I'm just gonna like look at him. Alright. Fine. I'll grab that and then I'll ask him if he's got a um if he does have a, a spellbook looking thing. I don't really do books. No, that's fine. Just thought I'd ask. I have a friend who's interested in fantasy stuff, you know. You, well you know you know what is fantasy? That might be good for your friend. Don't say it. Just don't you dare, don't you dare say it. <laughs> on the counter. Don't you dare say it. No. No. Not at all. I'm just saying you said your friend is a fan of fantasy. These things they're uh, fantastic. They I come have multiple from friends. Yes, yes. You have more than one friend. There are two swords. You can give one to one friend and one to another. Perfect. I can walk away right now. This is not like a uh, thing I need to be doing straight at the moment. And yet you are here. Fine, fine. If you're not interested in the fantasy stuff, you said that your your friend was interested. If you want to disavow your friend and truly insult them, I'll 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 take the machete. I'll take I'll take the machete. And and uh, sort of just glower at him. <laughs> well, I hope you have a wonderful day or night, whatever. I'm just. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I'm not, I'm not listening to, to his bullshit anymore. Turn around, walk away. Let your friend know I have the the swords. I'm I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna walk out and flip him the middle finger. 
kind of shrugs like, all right, all right. I will, I will, while I'm, while I'm trying to, to rendezvous, I will do two things. Firstly, I will find an actual, like, knife maker, smith, whatever, to see if act- there's actually some for sale, like some legit ones. Uh, definitely not at 3am in the morning. No, no, no. Not like, not like right now. Like maybe, maybe something I can pick up tomorrow. Oh, there's, there's plenty of places that like have access to like memorabilia. Uh, you think that like, if you just have someone go and pick them up, then it'll be fine. I'll, I'll talk to one of my aides. I'll give, I'll give one of them a call and ask, tell them, tell them what I'm after. And I'll also ask if if they can get a uh, like a big ass spell book looking thing, and then I'll also try the uh, Toridor uh, sort of contacts again. You you try messaging them. You try calling them. There is no response. That's fine. I was I was I was planning on on letting the Baroness know that I'm still alive, but if they don't want to take my calls, then. Make an intelligence plus insight check. Uh, that's not good. Three. You've never discussed this directly with the Baroness. However, you're just trying to like think it over and like strategize like what would you do in this situation. And it does occur to you that the territories that the Toreadors control includes Plastezar. Saint Laurent, the street, and Saint Michel, but also they do have a small claim in the Saint Laurent, like borough in northern Montreal. It's mostly like suburbia, for the most part. But that would probably be the best place for a Toreador to hide, because no one would expect them to go and hide out in a place that's so mundane. Can I take a look there? It is getting very close to sunup. Uh, at this point, it's gotten very late uh, in the morning. Uh, you can definitely do that within the next few days. Yeah, yeah, that that'll that'll be on the to-do list. Uh, in which case, for Nakano and Asher, is there anything you wanted to accomplish before the night's end? Uh, I would like to try and find like a like a blood bank or basically some place I can a- acquire some blood bags or containers of blood of some sort absolutely please make a intelligence plus streetwise uh and add one dice because you have at you uh what is it your focus is in the black market okay cool one sec uh oh uh where are you where are you going where are you going to rest point saint charles yeah while i'm on the way back can i seduce someone and feed with your charms and wiles it's it's pretty easy. That'll be six successes for me. Six successes. Uh, easy peasy lemon squeezy. As we're driving along, Asher's just saying, you know, I've been thinking about maybe putting a sword up on the wall of the shop. Just kind of putting it up on display. Uh, a lot of the people we get in are, a lot of the people we get in are really into like Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings and stuff. Uh, so I think it would be a nice touch. Not a real sword, obviously. That would be disrespectful. Ah, yes, I agree. You could probably go to a 24-hour pawn store and uh, find one of those. No, I'm sure I can get one online, wouldn't you think? 
Ah, yes. From uh, Kijiji. Perfect. Thank you. I, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll check out Kijiji. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Hey, you're not in the scene. <laughs> so, Nakano, you're kind of, as you're driving the car, you're able to, you're able to hit uh, what looks to be a, essentially it's one of those, it's, I can't, I can't think of a way to describe it other than it almost looks between the mixture of like a white van and a truck. It's specifically used by uh, drivers who are doing like blood bank donations. Uh, so usually it's like transport of either doing blood work or people who have donated blood uh, to various different resources. Uh, you stop behind one of these vehicles. Uh, as you can see, the driver comes out, seems to just be have it, just having a smoke before their shift is about to start. As you just kind of walk up and you can see they just kind of look, well, uh, hey, Nakano. Good evening. Business good? Ah, well, you know, as much as it can be. Need, uh, need to pick me up? That would be appreciated. All right, all right. Just don't try to take too, too much. Gotta, can't let these things go, start getting too weird. Or, not weird. Sorry, I didn't mean to insult. Anyone's, everyone's got their old thing, you know. You know, it's like, <sighs> some people are judgy about this sort of Just... thing. Just kind of open the door as they continue to talk. But I don't understand that. Some people need certain things. Other people need other things. You know, it just kind of, it's kind of A to B. You see, my grandmother, she was a sweet old lady. She would always tell me, you know what? People are people at the end of the day, and they need the beginnings and the finishes and ends. I would like to switch to Cloak of Shadows now. I, I hit him with, I hit him with Cloud Memory. As, as Nakano just vanishes, you hit him with Cloud Memory as the guy's, mm, mm. And just begins looking around the back of the of the car, just like, why was I back here? I pop back. I pop back into visibility. Just kind of looks back. Oh, Nakano. Is that you? Is that you, Nakano? Yes. Good evening. Oh. I... Wait. Oh, you need to pick me up. Is that why I'm back here? Yes. Ah, uh, well, you know. I don't understand. Some people are just so judgy about these things, but I don't really think so. I I hit him with cloud memory. I hit him with cloud. <laughs> <laughs> I hit him with cloud memory again. You, 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 you hit him with cloud memory again, as he just stands there like, man, kind of looks down to the cigarette. These things must really like screw with your mental focus and just kind of flicks off. I really got to quit that. Nakano, shall we hurry up? Yes. Uh, if I could get the let's see, uh, four blood bags, that would be. Wait, Nakano, is that you? Yes, it is me. Good evening. I am here for a pick me up. Please get me four blood bags. I don't care about your grandmother. Well, that's kind of harsh, Nakano. My grandma, she was a sweet lady. You know, my grandmother, she always had a thing. And before you're able to get this guy to start going on a rainbow... <laughs> one, one, one more time. Are there, are there penalties for me to take blood from, like, a non-preferred method? Uh, there's no penalties. Uh, usually when you 
It's just your most often feeding method. And there's certain bonuses to doing it in your preferred feeding method. But in like in the sense of like, if you're starving, you can always just drink someone on the side, like by pulling them into an alley. If it's absolutely necessary, you just won't be get, able to get as as much of a kick enjoyment. But also things can go wrong like faster. What was your name, Grandma Man? Uh, I'm Douglas. Douglas, do you donate blood? Ah, uh, when I when I can, you know. I think that uh, I think it's important for everyone to do their part. Are you willing to do your part now, Douglas? Uh, I don't really have any of the equipment set up. Oh, I I I have my own actually. Do you? Hypo- hypothetic hypothetically, would would you be okay with that? Hmm. I do have to drive. It's a little bit concerning if I'd have to drive because I get a little woozy. You know, because at a certain point you get a lot, whole lot of blood taken out and then you need to up your blood sugar. And, you know, it's crazy. My grandmother's cookies, she, that used to be the... That could be the cigarettes, too. So you're you're coming back here for smoke breaks. That could, that could be part of that dizziness, too. I, got, I really got to stop it. You know, like my pops, he used to be a heavy smoker for a long time. Hey, hey, Douglas, did you see... Wait, what was... Douglas, what was that? Hmm? Bite. <laughs> turns the head as the euphoria takes over him uh as for the both of you both of you uh you guys are able to drain uh your hunger scores back down to one uh and then i'll and then i'll hit him with i'll hit him with cloud memory again it just kind of push back whoa kind of has to sit down on on the pavement for a second just kind of woozy from it oh man that's the wow that nicotine hits hard you see, that's the thing. Like, cigarettes, like the nicotine, it just feels good. Like, wow, this is the best best feeling I've had in a long time with these things. But, you know, you got to be careful with them because at the end of the day, it might be, you know, getting in your lungs and getting in your brains. And I'm just going to walk away from, from this man, and I am going to, yeah, I'm just going to get back in my car. Asher will walk away as well. Douglas, do you, Douglas, do you read very often? Wait, who are you? I I'm Nakano's friend. Do you do you read very often? Oh, Nakano! Hey, how's it going? I hide my face in in through the windshield. Uh, I I read sometimes, I guess, and not as much as I probably should. I do you want a book recommendation? Uh, sure, sure, I guess. Asher recommends him a book about Japan, and then goes and gets in the cab. Japan. You know, Japan, it's, I've heard so many wonderful things about Japan. It seems like a really nice place. And you're just listening, like, this go distantly softer and softer as you hop in the car and drive away. I was curious as to how many times I was going to be able to have you repeat the same dialogue. (laughs) It's it's like when uh, you you encounter a guard in Skyrim and and they just keep repeating the same line over and over again. Greymane or Battleborn? Uh, so af- after uh, your blood donation, uh, where would you guys like to go to next? I'm going to introduce Nakano to the woman at St. Columba House. You head to St. Colum- Columba House as you uh, knock at the door, at which point sunrise is, get- is very quickly approaching. Before Nakano, you immediately have this kind of sick... Like, just icky feeling in general approaching this place before you see 
the door swings open, uh, revealing a uh, woman, frizzy black hair, kind of come out. Oh, oh, uh, bonjour, hello. Uh, it's so good to see. I, I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name before. Oh, uh, I'm so sorry. It's uh, Asher, Asher Haynes. Um, I actually, I, I wanted to introduce you. Uh, this is uh, my friend Roy. Uh, I was hoping he, Roy has a uh, skin condition you see. He's uh, hypersensitive to sunlight. He lives on the other side of town, and I was hoping that, uh, saw that maybe there was a, a gym or a large room in the basement. I thought that maybe we could spend the day down there. I'm so sorry to do this, but uh, it, he just gets these horrible uh, rashes and burns from, from sunlight. Make a charisma persuasion check. Uh, manipulation? You're, you're, you're not fully manipulating her into anything. This, this is more just a, a show of character. Oh, I wish Talison were here. I wish Talison were here. Oh, that's two successes, though. She kind of looks you both over. <clears throat> we can, we can certainly set something up. Let us, uh, let me take you downstairs. Before she leads you guys down to the basement. Uh, not too long after that, Talison, you arrive. Uh, you're brought downstairs, as you can see in the main room. They seem to be getting, uh, very early groggy, uh, groups of people seem to be getting ready for a, some sort of communal meal of, of one sort or another, as it's getting at this point close to 5, 6 a.m. You guys hunker down in the basement. It's like, well, uh, we can set you up with, uh, well, this room here directly, we kind of use that more for the after school kind of works, but uh, we can set you up in another room if uh, that would work best for you all. Oh, we we don't want to we don't want to be in your we don't want to be in your way at all. Uh, is th- there's a storage room behind the gym? It looks like. Uh, yes, yes. Oh, so this, that would be fine. I I don't want to impose. Uh, are you sure? D- don't want to make you feel cramped. No, it'll be fine. Thank you. Well, if uh, if any of you are hungry, uh, we are about to set up our communal breakfast pretty soon. If you're interested, you can come on up. If you want something delivered down, I'm sure I can have someone bring a few plates. Uh, otherwise, uh, do you know how long you need to stay? Well, what do you think, Roy? We will be out of your hair. In one day. In the, in the evening, do you think, Roy? Yes, I... Believe so. In the evening. All right. Well, um, if necessary, just let me know if you need anything. Uh, I will be around. Uh, my office is just upstairs. Do you have any uh, potted plants uh i have one in my office do you have any dirt he's he's a bit of a gardener i'm afraid not aside from outside at the park very very well that is acceptable you are very gracious to let me stay in your basement yes thank you again of course of course has has the sickness receded from Nakano at this point? Yes. Uh, uh, 
would I have rocked up by now? Yeah. And I just, as I sort of walk in the side door or whatever, bonjour once again, mademoiselle. Pleasure to make your acquaintance once again for the second time this evening. And you as well. I couldn't help but hear as I was, on, as, as I was coming in. My companions have requested sanctuary here for the day. Ah, uh, yes, that's... That was the case, yes. Would it be too much to ask that I join them? I find myself in a, let's say, dire straits for the moment. That is fine. I apologize for the question. Are you a musician? That is certainly one of the, uh, one of the professions I've had in my, in my life, see. I've, I've, uh, I've had a lot in the sort of, I've gone from circuses, I've performed in some bars, I'm, <laughs> Certainly, no one famous, unfortunately. Not famous, you say? I sort of, sort of meekly, sort of bow my head. Oh, oh, I wish I was famous. That would be, that would be fantastic. You must have a lookalike then. I hear that a lot. I hear that a lot. I, I, I have one of those faces. Have yourselves a wonderful evening. Or morning. Sorry, time gets. <laughs> I've been working for a long, long time today. In which case, please rest easy and uh, enjoy yourselves as much as you can. I'll bow my head, sort of dramatically. She nods before turning around and walking upstairs. I suppose we could have uh, planned a little bit better for our day's rest, but at least we can be sure that we won't be followed here. Although the place may come under the place may come under attack again if we're not careful. Wait, this place was under attack? See, si, yes. Uh, when we were here, there were four ghouls who were trying to set the place alight with Molotov cocktails. We stopped them. Three of them were rather crispy by the end of it. And they were dominated by a vampire. However, as you have recently found out, Nakano, this is the source of the sickness. If I would have to place my guess correctly, we have been accepted as part of our community, uh, and we do not suffer the ill effects of true faith, which makes this place an ideal hideout. Perhaps before we rest, we should discuss our next steps? See, si, certainly. So, what we have so far, I've still not been able to get a hold of the Toreadols to find out the condition of the Baroness. However, I think I will be searching in uh, saint Leron potentially at some point the attackers were using the organization called prism to get the weapons which may warrant investigation if we can deprive our opponents of weapons and we certainly do ourselves plenty of favors uh, we also need to check out Frederick's Frederick Lake's construction workplace and a plot of land he was looking to purchase and potentially we should also let the Ravnos know that uh, their uh, compatriot who is supposed to turn uh, Frederick Lake is unfortunately no more. Have I missed anything? That can be settled later. I believe that our first course of action should be to go to this prism place. Find all we can about these weapons that they are acquiring. I think that it is likely that Prism will have the most roadblocks involved. However, 
if we are able to acquire some of the weapons for ourselves, that would put us in a powerful position against our foes. Indeed. These knives are getting a little cumbersome. And I sort of take my coat off and I... And I rattle it, rattle the knives around in the pockets. Well, uh, about that, Nakano, and I'll I'll pull out the machete. I have something more uh, elegant planned, but for the moment, I think this may be a little bit more suitable than a pocket full of kitchen knives. No, I take it. I sort of swing it around. Pretty nice. Good work, Dallison. A pleasure. Besides, I think it's a little bit more covert than the jangling of, uh, or the, the clinking of kitchen knives in your pockets. Also, by the way, uh, I have some, some more firearms, and I'll pull out the, the weapons that I've acquired. So, I've got, um, sort of like, you know, the, the shoulder holsters that the cops have? So, I've got one of those, and then I've got uh, an ankle piece. So I'm carrying three pistols for myself at the moment, and then I'll give another pistol to both Nakano and Asher. And as you know, these are pretty nice pistols. Can you remind me where the pistols came from? So remember uh, right at the start where I picked up stuff from a cache? ID, money, and weapons? Mm-hmm. They were the, that, that's where they came from. They're not higher caliber, they're not assault rifles or shotguns. But I picked up some some weapons, some just some more pistols to give us a little bit more of a consistent arm out. Okay. Can you remind me how many dots you have in mask? And if you you put a dot for your haven in luxury, correct? Yes, that's right. For masks, I have three in masks. So two and then one for cobbler. Okay, so in which case I'll say they're like they're nice guns they're nothing fancy but they're guns they're more like they're they're more like you know ornate they're not they're not like they're ornate and good quality they're not super high caliber those crazy machine pistols or or anything like that they're pistols they look nice they do the job they will inflict damage but they're not shotguns rifles or any of those crazy machine pistols but they're they're more than you know like a little ankle like a little ankle gun or a, or a, like a small caliber pistol. They'll there's some standardization and quality to the arms that we all possess now. Standard eight millimeters. Oh, nine mils. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> that way, alongside our natural gifts, we should all at least be protected. And of course, I've still got my guitar, which I don't know whether I've said yet but there is a sword concealed within the neck of the guitar so if push comes to shove i can draw the sword from the neck of my guitar wow that must fuck the acoustics so bad i mean kind of but that's that's not the guitar that i use to perform with so i i think that prism may not divulge a ton of information as it is a corporation uh, I think that investigating further into Frederick Lake uh, may be the way to go. However, I wouldn't mind being armed and armored up for that investigation. See, si, certainly. You mentioned, Nakano, that 
we are going to be here for a night. Where are we going to make a another base? If, if not here, uh, perhaps somewhere in the neighborhood? I don't know what your access to funds is like, but perhaps we purchase or lease a building in the area, yes? Well, I have some funds available now. I've, I've, uh, it is cash. It is not uh, bank accounts. I've, I've gone to one of my stashes in the city. I now have additional identification. I have cash. I still have access to, to my retainers. They are aware of what I am. But we could certainly rent, uh, what, what, what is it, Airbnb or something like that, um, a house in the area for a short period of time, certainly. We can worry about that tomorrow night, I think. I think this is a fairly good uh, place to, to camp out for the time being. Unless someone tries to burn it down again. But what are, the, what are the odds that someone would try that two nights in a row? Well, that's right. The police were here last night. But to look, to be brutally honest, I am dead. We're all dead. We're all oh, dead. That's right, we are too. In that case, why would people be coming for us? If we're all dead. Uh, they wouldn't necessarily be coming for us. We weren't the reason they attacked here last night. Let us get the weapons and armor from prison. And then we can deal with where we are staying during the duration of this particular incident. Yes. Agreed. Certainly. All right. Good morning to both of you. And I would like to find a corner of the room, uh, bunch my my coat with the knife. No, I'll, I'll dump the knives out onto the ground next to me, bunch my coat into a wad, and use it as a pillow. Yeah, I'll I'll find one of the corners. Did she leave his blankets and everything? There's some basic things in here, like there is a tarp. Because it's day, she wouldn't assume that we're sleeping. Yeah, you know, you know how um, like kindergartners will play that game where they are all holding like that big multicolored sheet, and they'll run underneath it. I'm I'm gonna use that as a blanket. Okay, <laughs> it's huge. It, it covers all three of us. Yeah, um, I'll I'll get, I'll I'll get something as a blanket, and and chill in the corner, and and yeah, use my jacket as a pillow, and pass the fuck out. All right, as you guys uh, fully rest, I need everyone to please make rouse checks uh, at the beginning of the next day. Success, just success. Oh, uh, that's a failure. At which point, Nakano, please increase your hunger by one. Ah, crap. At which point, you all awaken from your toper. You collect yourselves and head outside of St. Columba House. See the uh, the owner. Uh, well, it's not, it's not owner. The... the D- Director. Ah, that's a, yeah, that's a good word. As you guys are heading out, you can see the director of the house kind of gathering up her things from her office before looking out to all of you. Oh, if, um, are all of you, all of you good? Indeed. Thank you greatly for her. Uh, and I walk past her. Please excuse my friend. He is not the uh, most loquacious type. We would like to thank you humbly for your hospitality. It was greatly appreciated in this time for us. 
And I'll bow low, kiss her hand. Oh. Just kind of chuckles a little bit before. Well, if uh, there's anything else you ever need, uh, just make sure to ask for Miss Lavoy. I'll be able to assist. Thank you kindly, Miss. Your presence and assistance is always appreciated. Which point she heads back to her office. I have climbed into Frederick Lake's old car, which I would like to have just be like a shitty like suburban minivan if that's okay if you tell me it's not a ford escape i'm gonna call you a liar um did i hear anything from my retainers about the big old spellbook looking thing and the um katana and uh, wakizashi uh you do uh as you're about to step out that is a very good point uh the director comes out and kind of waves. Oh, um, someone left you uh, a package, a gift. Ah, thank you very much. Uh, I had some friends pick something up for me. Thank you very much for uh, letting me know. Miss Lavoy, could I actually use a computer briefly? Uh, sure. Yeah, of course. And just leads you to her office. Great. I'm just going to look up, going to look up Prism and their like location and uh the location of their warehouses in the city the location of the distribution site is in hoshilaga uh which is on the far east of montreal essentially at the shipping port there is a management section located downtown however it's very small and you're and you don't get the sense that there's going to be a whole lot there that seems to be more like the customer service uh location if you're heading anywhere, probably the distribution site will be the key. Good to know. Uh, just while Ash is making use of the computer, I'll pull Roy aside. Well, f- firstly, I'll check, are they actually what I've asked for? They are. Okay. So I'll, I'll pull Roy aside, um, and I'll just say, Nakano, I mentioned I was searching for a more elegant solution in regards to your armaments. And... Keeping in mind what we discussed last night, I thought these would be appropriate for a man of your station and a man such as yourself. And I'll, you know, pull the the weapons out of the the package and I'll sort of lean down uh, or or kneel down rather and and head down and hold both the weapons uh, in my hands above my head and sort of towards Nakano. I will take a step back, sort of shocked, and after a moment I will say, I cannot accept these. I thank you, Talison, but that is an old life. It is not mine anymore. Well, I see a man, a strong man of honor, who has not not left the ideas behind. I got you these because, firstly, they are far more elegant than kitchen eyes, let's be honest. And secondly, as a sign of my respect to you, I fear you, or I I believe you are a far better man than both others give you credit for and you yourself give you yourself credit for. I would would like you to have them. I do not want something to happen to you as 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 a result of being poorly equipped and I do believe uh, both this alliance 
and my life will be lesser if you are not a part of it. I urge you please once again, these are yours. You deserve them, despite what you may think. I will hold them for now, Thalison. And I'm still kneeling, still holding them above my head, and I'm not going to move until he, until he takes them. I will, uh, I will pick up the swords, and I will say, "Now, oh, please stand up, Dallison. Oh, once once he takes them, I'll, I'll, I'll stand up, and I'll, I'll just sort of pat him on the back and and say, "You are an important part of this alliance, and I believe a worthy ruler of the Nosferatu." Once. Ambrosia is out of the way. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Certainly. Let's check on our friend Asher, shall we? I have something for him, too. Which point, Asher, as you've finished up your research, you head down the steps uh, towards Taliesin, uh, as well as Nakano standing by. Uh, Nakano holding... The blades themselves are, are, are very nice. They're very clean. They are sharp. Uh, so it is clear that they are usable. But of course, they are the like collector knockoff version of of uh, True Katana. It's still nicely made. And as Talison, as you kind of look there, you also find uh, the book that you that you'd asked for. So um, I'll I'll walk up to to Asher and I'll just say, so Asher, I realize that you are a pursuer of knowledge, and while I'm not overly familiar in terms of uh, spells myself, I figure you should have a volume of your own to transcribe all of the knowledge that you acquire. It is not filled with knowledge. This is for you to make your own mark on the world. And I'll hand him the, the spell book. Oh, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. I love this book. <sighs> you sarcastic bastard. Uh, thank you, Taliesin. Uh, it is leather bound, uh, and you can see that it has like, uh, like the edges of the pages have like almost like a gold, like it looks like an image of something, kind of like dan- like uh, dancing across the edges of the pages. I appreciate that, Taliesin. Have have you ever heard of the two-row wampum? Sorry, the two-row... Wampum. I have not, no. W-A-M-P-U-M. It's, uh... Wampum belts were made uh, from little shells uh, here in Canada. The, uh, the Haudenosaunee people made them. Uh, and the two-row wampum is likely the most famous one. The two-row wampum, it's, uh... It's supposed to record a treaty between the Haudenosaunee and the Dutch when they first got here. Uh, it's two horizontal lines, not touching each other, but moving alongside each other. It was supposed to represent these two separate peoples respecting each other's culture and path while still moving in tandem. The reason we're in this mess now is because our people have been so caught up trying to change each other's paths that we're just crashing into each other. If we live through this, I want the kindred to move side by side. It is 
the only way. When you say side by side, side by side with each other or side by side with who exactly? And I'll sort of give him a give him a knowing grin, but I'm, I'm trying to uh, solicit more from him. Uh, Asher kind of smiles. Both the different clans have to come together, and more than that, the world of darkness has to come together. Mortals are learning too much about us. We can see that by Inquisition weapons in the hands of Kintred, in the hands of Lake. If we want to survive in the long term, it isn't enough to just be more clever as individuals. Certainly. There are a lot of people that are going for their own personal power. We need more concrete alliances, I think. And we need to protect each other, whereas uh, before there were plenty of people who were simply uh, to stab each other in the back. Each clan its own nation, respecting the rules and culture and beliefs of the other clans. See, the problem with that is there are plenty of nations that go to war. Maybe we will go to war. I think strengthening ourselves as a whole is, is a very fine ideal. And I am all for, uh, all for watching each other's backs. However, I believe it seems too lofty a goal to accomplish in a couple of nights. This will need to be something we institute should we take control of Montreal. Agreed. But for a new way to be born, this current ideology has to be removed. Interesting. You're suggesting a scorched earth approach for in terms of the leadership. I think that had our leaders had the capacity to change things, there's no reason that they couldn't have already. Well, it sounds like they didn't want to change things. It sounds like they like things the way they are. The problem that we have is the Camarilla are out to control as much as possible. Now, and as well, there are other creatures of the night that have uh, their own objectives, let's say. Now, we need to be the change we want to see in the world. So, we can we can investigate the improvement and the fortification of Empire Kind and uh, indeed the Kin of the Night as a whole, but we need to be in a position of sufficient strength to do so, I think. I suppose there's nothing stopping us from adding more rows, more nations to that treaty. <laughs> You're suggesting, then, that we uh, recruit some of the other creatures of the night to assist us. To ally themselves with us. The gangrel spotted Guru on Mont Royal. There is one of the truly faithful that has accepted us as part of her community. What? But what if that just became the norm. What if we could empower ourselves through the power of our allies and in turn we could empower them? I think at the moment this is a little bit uh, too grand scale. We have the objective to look to investigate prism. If you want to check out uh, Montreal for some of the uh, guru you said, I think that it can certainly be a worthy goal. 
right now we have three or four things on our plate at the moment. Adding the search for the guru, that's five. Let us be careful not to overburden ourselves. Keep in mind we are very much public enemy number one in the vampire world. Well, at least among the leadership. Now, if you're asking simply, am I prepared to ally myself with a guru? I can see the benefits of that. And I am certainly not above trying. I'm not worried about you being able to see the benefits. Can you see what it would cost you and try it anyway? I do not ever wish to be under the sway of, uh, of someone. I've had that too much in my life. And so if allying with the Guru and other creatures of the night will get me that freedom that I want for myself and my compatriots, then it is certainly something I'm willing to consider and to fight for. Nakano, what are your thoughts on the matter? I think that you both have very bright plans for the future, but at the moment we have more immediate concerns. We need to get the prism. We need to investigate Frederick Lake. I concur. This is perhaps a little bit uh, too macro for us. We need to look at some of the finer details at the moment. Let's get going then. We get into Frederick Lake's 2016 Ford Escape. By the way, uh, did you manage to come up with those allies? Uh, my protege is ready to help at a drop of a hat. Uh, the others are weaker, but can certainly be used as agents in the day if we need. Good to know. I would like to have used the parachute that, uh, Asher used his blanket last night to wrap all of my new swords in to hide them from uh, prying eyes as we walk from place to place. It's it's a bundle of cloth, like five feet across. Yep. I'm just carrying that in my arms to the car. You hop into the car uh, and begin driving northwards to Hoshilaga. As you enter the borough, you can see, as with all of Montreal, a very beautiful landscape that's kind of set out in front of you. A little bit, a little bit more residential, uh, brick buildings, multiple apartments, uh, parks. Uh, there is one main street off of uh, Rue Ontario. The group of you head over to the large section of loading docks into the city. Uh, you can see just what looks to be numerous cranes that are lifting uh, massive ship uh, shipments of large shipping crates, uh, the aluminum kind, kind of stacked one on top of another. As you approach, uh, anyone proficient with wits awareness, make a make a wits awareness check. Two successes for Asher. Uh, that'll be five successes. Uh, four successes. Uh, all of you clock that uh, as you're heading to the about the furthest eastern side of the docks you can see that there's there's general security that seems to peruse the entire docks there seem to be very general very very much your bread and butter casual security guard t-shirt uh, seems to have a walkie-talkie seems to have at most maybe a baton uh, but not a whole much else however when you get to the easternmost point you begin to spot 
what looks to be much more military grade protection starting to walk around. You're beginning to see individuals, pistols, what look to be automatic rifles slung across their backs. Uh, I'll say for Talison and Nakano, this definitely looks oh, almost like, like small militia grade uh, or like private, private security uh, that's set up here. As you're kind of going to this easternmost point, you can see that there's a large uh, building that's set in front that goes to numerous what look to be loading docks set up with multiple different kinds of transport trucks and delivery vehicles. Uh, you can see that there are multiple backed into the section. Uh, on the farthest side, you can see kind of like the chain link fence around the space kind of begins to head a little bit more into the actual like residential sections of Hoshilaga. Nakano, as you're driving, you clock what looks to be two dashes of movement kind of out beyond your cab. It's very, they seem to be small and they're moving very quickly. Okay. Uh, what direction did they seem to be? Did I discern what direction they were going in? You see that they were heading in the direction of the, like almost like the perimeter of this uh, shipping bay. Okay. I'm going to stop the the Ford Escape, and I am going to pull out my machete. I'm going to step out of the car and slowly make my way in the direction that the two blurs went. Okay. Uh, the car sl uh, slows to a stop as you hop out. Uh, you guys are on the outside of the fence of this large uh, shipping dock, and Nakano begins to... Uh, scurry uh, down the fence. Yeah, I guess I will. Uh, so I, I get to the to the fence. Yep, you get to the fence. With your perception check from before, Nakano, as you start walking up, you clock the two forms again. But this time you're able to get much better looks. As you're looking across, and you can see right near the water, right where the, uh, essentially right where the fence kind of drops off uh, into the actual uh, St. Lawrence, uh, you can see the two forms, both of which, at first you're looking at them and they look to be small. They almost look like coyotes. Or maybe dogs. No. Wolves. You can see that one is a large, four-legged brown fur that kind of goes all the way down to the back. This large one, you can see, is standing while a very muscular form uh, is only standing with three legs as the other one seem, the other leg just seems to be gone. Uh, the other one seems to be a smaller gray form, kind of, uh, seems to be like a, like, uh, have more of like a, like a sly kind of walk to it, uh, with these huge claws and, and jagged gnarled teeth. As you can see, they both are kind of looking up towards the, the fence before they both immediately cock their head and look towards you. I am going to take the machete and I am going to jam it into the earth in front of me and then raise my hands up to show that I am not holding any other weapons. You slam the machete down as both the forms immediately begin to back slightly before as they both begin to growl 
kind of getting into a low position. Have you sensed what has happened in this city? Uh, they just stayed like that. There has been a great change amongst my kind. A great chaos that has come. Perhaps you have smelled it. The blood in the river here. I believe that it is time for our old rivalries to come to a close, at least for the moment. We can help one another. They just continue, they just begin to move very, kind of strafing a little bit, beginning to walk very slowly towards you. Still that snarl and still just keeping low. Make a charisma persuasion check. Uh, So I rolled one die and I got one success. Okay. You see that the larger brown furred one uh, has stopped moving towards you, is still crouched low, but is no longer growling at you. The other one, however, is still continuing to strafe slightly. I am going to slowly reach one hand up to my head and take off my hat, glasses, and scarf and throw them onto the ground next to the sword. And I am going to continue. I do not come to make war with you. I come to make peace, at least for tonight. Is this happening within the eyeshot of Asher, or how, like how far did Nakano scout ahead? Oh yes, yes. No, no. Ash, Asher, you can as you follow behind, you can now see this. Oh, Asher is about to lose his mind. He's so excited. Now, just looking at them, um, before we go any further, are these actually Garu, or are these ga- uh, shapeshifted Gangrel? Can Gangrel shapeshift? Is that one of the animalism powers? It is, but it it's very high level. Uh, for the most part, it, it is just directing stuff. There is a shape change ability uh, for, I can't remember if it's protein or animalism. However, to use those shape change abilities, you would have to be very powerful. Like it, it's, it's getting into like the full level four, five level powers. Oh, okay. So, like, more more powerful than there would really be in, in Montreal. To find two gangrel uh, or whatever clan vampires that both could transform into a shape, there would be, there would be like, it, it would almost be more concerning, but even more rare, uh, as opposed to necessarily Guru. Okay, that's that's more what I was going for. Is I I, I don't want to betray uh, our intent to the enemy, basically. Well, they're they're not our allies yet. Asher will step forward, hands by his head. I'm I'm just hands out, uh, palms up. Asher steps forward, like his hands are. Like he can't sweat, but like it feels, it feels like were he still alive, he can still remember the sensation of sweaty palms, uh, and he looks at the two wolves. Unless you are here with the Inquisition, we are not your enemy. 
I'll say Nakano, please make another charisma persuasion check, uh, as well as Asher, please make a charisma persuasion check. Rolling another single die. <laughs> uh, Nakano, do you just want to give me an assist and give me one extra dice? I guess it doesn't matter. It's one dice. Yeah, I I, I did succeed. So that's one success. Oh, hell yeah. Can I assist? Uh, sure. That's fine. Oh, God. I really don't have enough dice for this. <laughs> Persuasion is not my strong suit. Uh, hey, hey, Tyson, is this persuasion or is this actually leadership, do you think? Because I'm trying to lead this whole new age of, uh, of unity and... At this moment, you are trying to persuade them that you are not the enemy. Not to attack me. Absolutely. Bad. One success. I'm going to, uh, hold on. Yeah, I'm going to burn a willpower. That brings it up to five successes. As you guys watch, the the brown wolf kind of looks over you guys, then kind of clocks, clocks left and right before you see the gray one kind of stops before and leaps towards Nakano, fangs open, ready to start biting as the brown one turns, looks like is jumping, before the full body of a large humanoid man shifts from the form, grabs the wolf in his right arm and hold, and pulls it back. Hey, come on, come on. Don't stand there, watch. Get, your, get yourself together. And shoves the gray wolf over as the gray wolf shifts into that of a, a young woman, black hair done down into a braid, kind of turning and kind of looking over towards all of you. What the fuck was that for? You can see the, the once former brown wolf. Uh, you can see uh, tall, muscular, probably around uh, 5'10", 5'11", brown hair, slight beard. Uh, and you can see that their left arm is gone. Uh, as they're kind of standing there looking towards the, the woman... You know corpse walkers, they talk too much. Hi, uh, good to meet you. I'm Asher Haynes. You may have heard of me. I am the one with a landline. I'll, I'll, hold on a moment, Asher. And I will, I will bow to them both. Monsieur, mademoiselle. I am Talisson Sforza of the Toreador. It is a pleasure to make your acquaintance. Are you people always so fucking dramatic? I mean, this is me. This <laughs> uh, I, I myself am. Yeah, only him. What is your name? I've got my hand out, ready to shake. You see the, uh, the larger gentleman kind of... You can call me Richie. And doesn't go to shake your hand. Back there is... Uh, back there, that's Wash. Richie, Wash, a pleasure. Are you both here to deal with Inquisition? What? No. Don't look to one another. We have uh, a bunch of assholes here. New startup called Prism. They're, uh, well, they're like your lot. Put bluntly. When you say our lot, you're referring to the kindred. When I said they were like your folk, 
I meant corrupted. Prism is a tooth in the worm's mouth, and we are here to pl- pluck it out. I'm afraid to tell you this, but Prism is a mass distributor of Inquisition weapons. We're here to find intelligence and to make sure these weapons are no longer distributed because they there's been attack uh, amongst our community. A lot of the leaders have been destroyed and these weapons are specifically designed to hunt us. And if they are specifically designed to hunt us, I would say it's definitely within their power to have weapons designed to hunt you. I think it would be for the best if we work together on this. Uh, let's say for the greater good. And why exactly should we trust you? Well, we are not like others of our kind. Take our friend Asher here, for example. He is most interested in uh, matters and people that are outside the vampire culture. He is very interested in magic. He is very interested in gurus, such as yourselves, in the Fey. And it is a goal of his for a more inclusive society of creatures of the night within Montreal. I'm saying this instead of he because he seems to be a little bit starstruck at the moment. Uh, Forgive me for speaking for you, uh, Asher. Perhaps it is not the time for us to discuss this, but yes, I believe that in order for the supernatural world to remain healthy and complete without without a form of destruction we have to better understand each other's cultures and beliefs and learn to be allies that's nice but you do have to understand that there's a lot of people have said the same bullshit especially a lot of your kind has said a lot of the same bullshit for the past hundreds of years i understand that and i can't speak for them but at least so far the Magi seem to trust me. Small steps, but I am willing to put in the work to prove myself. I don't expect to be taken at my word. Make another charisma plus persuasion check. Uh, With a plus one because uh, Taliesin is helping you. Oh, God. That's uh, two critical failures and then a critical failure on the blood dice. And then one success. Uh, am I able to do more willpower to get rid of those critical failures? Yeah. Yeah, you can. Well, 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 for one thing, there's no such thing as a critical failure. It's only a critical failure on the blood dice. That's it. That's, that's all that critical failures can do. The rest of them are just normal fails. But you can expend willpower to re-roll a critical fail on the blood dice. Uh, as well as any other dice you want. Oh man, this is Asher's big moment. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go again. Uh, four, and that wound up with three successes. See the figure stands there. You can see Wash behind him. Come on, let's rip these ones to fucking shreds already. It seems like now might be a good chance for me to prove myself. How would you do that? Shoot some of these guys. Help you out. Let's take him to see Bo. What? They're filth. They're nothing but wafting sense of putrid worm. They're going to corrupt and drain everything. If you don't trust us, Wash, perhaps we could uh, meet in a 
more neutral location, so your hideout is not revealed. Wash trusts me, and I trust you about as far as I can throw you, but looks to Asher. But this one seems willing to work. At the very least, I'm sure you could throw me very far. Follow us. Wash, you take front, I'll take back. Don't have to uh, go that far. At uh, which point, Wash uh, leads you guys to a shipping container. Looks rusted, uh, otherwise pretty much just tarnished and near, like on its last hinges uh, that seems to have just been discarded. As you can see, another form step out from it. As you can see, another woman seems to be brown hair, but there's one slice of silver that cuts along the back of the hair, probably in her late 30s, early 40s, uh, kind of steps out. Wash? Wash, what are you... And kind of looks to the three of you and just immediately takes a step back before you hear from behind as... As Richie, it's okay, it's okay. Their help for looking back to all of you. Uh, could I sense the unseen? I, I like it's a pa it's a passive ability. It's always going. I just want to make sure that we haven't been followed by any kindred. I want to make sure that there aren't things that I can't see here. Uh, you're sensing around. Uh, you don't sense anything. Uh, you just sense the people around you that you can't see. As you can see, Richie kind of goes, you know, this one uh, kind of points to Asher. <laughs> I think you two will get along. Sorry. You are... Hi, Asher Haynes. Asher Haynes. Nice to meet you. Uh, uh, it is a true pleasure to meet you as well. You know, this is not usually the kind of reception we get from, well... Many of our kind lose themselves in their long lives. I am lucky enough to have not lived all that long. Let's say the old prejudices uh, govern perhaps a little bit more than they should. And uh, some, some new thinking, I believe, might be beneficial both to the vampire community and, and yourselves as well. I believe time for the old hatreds is over. And Asher believes a whole lot more of a positive experience could be achieved. I'm sorry, Ta I believe uh, you were going to introduce yourself before... Uh... Of course, excuse my rudeness. I am Talison Sforza of the Toreador. It is a pleasure to make your acquaintance. I'd like to smack Talison over the back of the head. Ow. What? I was trying to be polite. Manners certainly do not cost anything. Smack him again. Ow. What? You can refer to me as Bo, for now. So why are you here? Offering some sort of treaty? I, I would like that to happen eventually, in some capacity or another, but we were uh, on our way to attack the Prism Distribution Center when we encountered Richie and Wash. We offered to assist them in their attack. So you're suggesting that we work together on this, I assume. I believe it would be mutually beneficial, see. But you see, that is the thing, is that allies of opportunity aren't exactly allies at all. 
allies of opportunity are betrayers in disguise. I don't mean allies of opportunity. I mean allies, full stop. Full stop. You do not have to trust us. You do not have to trust me. Though I hope in time, I can change your mind on that front. I have been a friend to the Magi of this city for some time, and I have never betrayed them. I can give you their number, and you can ask yourself if you'd like. I am intent on creating a network of allies in this city across the boundaries of supernatural community. Why? Why now? Why now? I suppose because it is only recently that I have developed the influence within my own community to make such a thing possible. Had I tried any earlier, I would have been swiftly killed by my superiors. But now I am in a place where I can enact change, if others are willing to assist me in that. If we're going to do this, a sign of peace would be in order. What do you have in mind? A very long time ago, a kindred kind took something of great importance to the Guru. We would simply like it back. Mont Royal was a Karn. It's our connection to the spirit world. When you crafted that large cross and erected it at the top, you not only broke our connection to the spirit world, crippling our entire community, but you also, of course, made ramifications to a large group of people just even beyond the Guru. We wish to have it back. Reclaimed. If we do this mission work together, and you with us, help us reclaim the Karn, we can start working on next steps. Uh, Let's see, that cross erected by the La Sombra upon, uh, during the early formation of the city, is that correct? Forgive me, my history is not as it should be. It doesn't matter who it was. It's still there. Right now, the Gangrel control Montreal, and right now, the Gangrel are likely the largest power in this city. The three of us, and I as myself, likely do not have the power alone to remove them. However, as we are in a state of flux, I will agree to this under certain conditions. Should I and my companions rise to power, I would be willing to remove the cross so long as you can guarantee to me that our communities and our peoples could live in harmony. Two nations, side by side, assisting but not interfering. That kind of statement from Kindred sounds very familiar. I'm not so foolish as to say that I know the whims and wills of every person or every guru. And I... I can certainly say that I don't know the the whims of the kindred. You do not control every kindred, I do not control every guru. But if we do make this and work together, I will do to make everything to make sure, within my own power, that none of your kind are attacked or harmed, and if our relationship develops further in trust, perhaps more, Though I will say my influence is only temporary. You will need to speak further with the people of Fianna 
and also the Wendigo. I am here as a temporary person in power. Do you live in the city? We live around. Then I have one more request, not as allies of different communities, but between you and I. When the current crisis abates, I would very much like you to come and visit my bookshop that I might learn more about your culture. (laughs) I will say this. If we all get out of this alive, I'm definitely open. But let's just make sure we don't die here and now before we start making statements as that. It would be most unfortunate. See, that would put a damper on things, wouldn't it? In that case, here and now. Not killing each other is fantastic, but the success of our mutual goal, which is the infiltration, gathering of intelligence, and destruction of this facility, or at least the interruption of distribution. How shall we go about this? We've done research before arriving. We have some plans in place. Best, it seems, to stay quiet and attack from the shadows. They're very well equipped. As you have mentioned before, they have Inquisition weapons, as you call them. They seem to be quite well trained. It is going to be best to pick them off one by one. There is also another thing you should be aware of. It appears that in amongst their private individuals, they seem to have black spiral dancers with them. Could you explain further what that means? Black spiral dancers are guru who were corrupted by the worm. They stare into the void, and after staring out of it, they become twisted, bent. There is no saving them, and they are our opponents as well. But you need to be aware of this, for if we do happen to get into a fight, we can do our best to make sure that we are all kept protected. But you must be aware that that is a danger that when you step through this door. Okay, you said they were changed. Physically? Psychologically? Both. They, in their transformed forms, more look like bats than they do werewolves. Their hair has gone ratted, leathery. Their minds have essentially been corrupted by the same source that you have been corrupted. In terms of strength or power, where do they rank in terms of kindred or... uh... Or Guru, are they stronger than us both? Or are they on the same level? Well, I mean, our communities have been having it out (laughs) for as long as the wilds have tried to reclaim their rightful place. To say that they're stronger, they're stronger than most Guru, but that does not mean that they're invincible. Their madness and their anger, it can be a harsh fight. With proper strategy, anything is possible. Hit-and-run tactics, then? We bait individuals out, take them down, and then arm ourselves with their weapons? That seems to be the best option. Unless, unless, Nakano, you think you can get past all of them. This, actually, that would actually be quite useful. We ourselves are not able to hide from them as easy. They are known to have thermal uh, goggles to be able to sense heat signatures. But with you, that should not be an issue. Yes, we're rather cold-blooded. May I suggest a plan? Nakano enters alone to try to access the warehouse. 
while the rest of us start to pick off individuals one by one. Uh, once they notice that they've been attacked, it'll distract them, and Nakano will be more easily able to access the warehouse as we draw their forces out. Sounds fair as much as anything else. Let me see if there's anything pressing. Uh, and Asher's eyes roll back in his head, and he's going to use premonition. Okay. Uh, make a rouse check, and then roll for pre- premonition. Success on the rouse check. I think this is my best roll in the game. Six successes. You activate premonition as you're thrown forward into a vision. You can see boots, leather. You can see what almost look like combat cargo pants that go down. And from the boots, a liquid silver spreads like veins, almost going in, almost like water springing into a lake. As it heads upwards, you do not see the face of this figure, but you see the multiple guns ranging across their body. And in one hand, you can see what looks to be a dripping, what almost looks to be a, a hide. As you look and you can see a skinned guru skin dripping blood into the silver before you're thrown back i i don't want to be insensitive but i've seen movies and the like uh is silver a problem for you it is yes they have silver weapons shit this is not um not unforeseen but still a pain in the ass very good to know I'm going to heft my machete onto one shoulder, and I'm going to say, There is danger in life, and even more so in unlife. What are we afraid of? Either we die or they die. Those are the two outcomes I can see. You can see Richie kind of standing off to the side with Wash. Uh, Wash has had this disgruntled look on her face the entire time. Uh, however, Richie, you can see, has lightened up a little bit. Kind of looks towards Nakano. Kind of like this one. He's got balls. So, good to go? Yes, if we die, I just want to say it was very nice meeting you all. Well then, what are we waiting for? Let's get this show on the road, as they say in this country. And at which point, as you all walk amongst each other... Uh, you watch as Bo, Richie, and Wash go into their lupus forms as the three wolves move along with you. That is where we'll end it for this session. Wow. I think Asher's going to take his first damage next session. Mmm, I think we all are. Well, we're going to take some serious damage next session. Is there anything you guys would like to plug? I'll, I'll plug uh, Donna's Doodles and Poodles. You can find them on Facebook. Uh, she's based out of London, Ontario, and breeds uh, toy poodles and uh, mixes and stuff. 
my girlfriend just got a toy poodle and he is very cute uh as usual season one of october jones and fish with legs is available to listen to on spotify apple podcasts um it's either pod bean or pod chaser or, or, or possibly both i'm very bad at these advertisements and also on the official October Jones and Fish with Legs website, which is octoberandfish.ca, where you can listen to all the episodes and get uh, behind-the-scenes goodies. Awesome. Well, in which case, uh, thank you all for uh, checking out the Bag of Loot to find us here uh, for the Montreal by Night podcast. Uh, get all of your board game needs from Three Kings Loot and all of your board game news for here at the Bag of Loot. In which case, thank you all so much for listening. We look forward to seeing you next time. And have a wonderful night. Uh, 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 uh.